This is LBC News. 5.42 right now. We are just a matter of hours away from Election Day in the United States. Midterm elections 2022. Uh, Let's get the latest from Washington. LBC's US correspondent Simon Marks. Simon, just how crucial are these elections tomorrow? Well, they're absolutely crucial, John, and they are crucial in a couple of different ways. I mean, first of all, they're going to decide, uh, I mean, quite frankly, they're going to decide whether Joe Biden can seek a second term in office, because if the Republicans uh, win as big as they hope to win and secure control, not just of the House of Representatives, but also the U.S. Senate, they will have rendered Joe Biden a lame duck for the remaining two years of what currently he hopes will just be his first term in office but were he to lose control of both the house and the senate he would find it impossible to advance key elements of his agenda legislatively Uh, and look the first question the morning after those results come in uh, that everybody would want to ask the president will be are you still really thinking of seeking a second term in the oval office but they're also of critical importance for a much larger reason and that is that it's not hyperbole to say the future of American democracy is at stake uh, in this election campaign. Independent surveys uh, plural show that more than half the Republicans seeking national office tomorrow have embraced Donald Trump's entirely false claim that the 2020 presidential election was rigged and continue to amplify false claims that uh, American elections lack integrity and that fraud is prevalent within the American electoral process. So this is uh, a battle for uh, the uh, very democracy that will be exhibited tomorrow in the United States. President Biden said a few days ago that uh, if things do not go well from his perspective tomorrow, the country will be on a path to chaos. And that is uh, a prediction that he has continued to repeat as he hits the campaign trail in the campaign's closing hours. This election isn't a referendum, it's a choice. It's a choice between two fundamentally different visions of America. Now, on that, Donald Trump, his predecessor in the White House, who hopes to rekindle uh, his efforts to try and win uh, a return to the Oval Office, we think he's going to formally uh, announce that he's running for the presidency again, uh, possibly in less than 10 days' time. Uh, Donald Trump absolutely sees this as a battle for the soul of the nation as well, although uh, not one defined by what Joe Biden argues is a relentless attack by Republicans are on democracy and constitutionally democratic institutions here. If you want to stop the destruction of our country and save the American dream, then this Tuesday you must vote Republican in a giant red wave. He and other Republicans argue that what is at stake here are fundamental uh, American approaches to life, accusing the Democrats of presiding over an increasingly uh, socialist agenda. Uh, Former President Donald Trump has argued that some of the tactics that are being deployed in the United States are redolent of those that the Soviet Union uh, pursued, particularly when he's uh, addressing what he calls the witch hunt against him, that he and his 
supporters believe is being led by the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland, uh, the FBI and the Department of Justice. And indeed, Republicans have vowed that if they take control of the House of Representatives, they will haul the Attorney General, the FBI Director and the Secretary of Homeland Security uh, before them to explain what they say is that investigative witch hunt that has been uh, targeting Donald Trump and increasingly ensnaring him in all sorts of investigative difficulties. Florida Senator Rick Scott is one prominent Republican who says that the Democrats' broader oversight of the United States is on the ballot tomorrow. This election is about the Biden agenda. People don't like high inflation, high crime, open borders, fentanyl. But Sean Maloney, a Democrat who sits in the House of Representatives from the state of New York, says that the fundamental character of the nation is on the ballot. We're going to defend our our mainstream democratic values against the threats to our democracy. We're going to protect women's reproductive freedom and voting rights. But they're only going to be able to do that if they retain control of the House of Representatives and the Senate. And remember, John, in the Senate, the two parties are currently split 50-50. There is no margin for error here for either of them. And it may well be that when you and I speak later in the week, we still don't know the results of these elections in full. It could well be that control of the Senate depends on very close outcomes, knife-edge campaigns in Senate seats in places like Wisconsin, uh, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Nevada. Uh, It may well be that we're in for recounts and then the country could be in for a whole other world of pain because will America be patient enough with a recount process, especially in light of what will be relentless attacks by uh, the Republicans on the sanctity of the electoral system as any needed recounts are taking place? So we're going to bring back memories of two years ago, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. Uh, and uh, and what, of course, is so interesting is that things are on a knife edge. Uh, I mean, a few months ago, it didn't look like that was going to be the case. If you spool back to sort of May or June of this year, President Biden at that point was in so much difficulty. His approval ratings down in the 30s uh, that it seemed highly likely that we were going to see that huge red wave that Donald Trump was uh, urging voters to uh, exhibit uh, when polls uh, take uh, polls Polling takes place tomorrow and polls close. And remember, over 40 million Americans have already cast their ballots because early voting has been underway here uh, for several weeks. Now, in the intervening months, Joe Biden has somewhat clawed his way uh, back into the graces of some American voters, although his approval rating in the mid 40 percent range is still very low historically. And he's been beset by an economy that he claims, in his words, is strong as hell. But Americans sitting at home over the dinner table don't feel that. They don't feel it when they go to the supermarket, when they fill their car with petrol, uh, when they check the value of their retirement funds, all of that money in those 401k funds, of course, tied up in the stock market, which has crashed. Uh, And they don't feel it because if they're thinking of buying a home, as uh, first-time buyers are finding in the UK with mortgage rates rising there, same thing going on here as the Federal Reserve tries to combat inflation uh, with... uh, 
monthly rate rises uh, in terms of interest rates that then feed through into mortgages. So this argument that the economy is strong as hell simply is not felt by uh, American voters all over the country who tell pollsters that the future of American democracy has to take a backseat in terms of uh, their priorities uh, and the issues that are driving them as they head into uh, polling stations. It is the economy that is uh, absolutely trouncing everything else in terms of their concerns. And that's also a problem for Democrats because they, of course, hoped that once the Supreme Court earlier this year struck down Roe versus Wade, that 1976 ruling that had kept abortion legal, Uh, in the United States, stripping abortion of its legal protections, that it was the issue of abortion rights that was going to galvanise the country and turn things around for the Democrats. Well, that's happened to some degree, but possibly not enough to save the very, very razor-thin majorities that the Democrats currently have in the House of Representatives and the Senate. Simon Marks, thank you very much. Uh, We look forward to your analysis later in the week.